What's up, daddies? Today on the program, we discuss the history of Chef Boyardee, gardening in the nude, and a pizza place that got shot up over bad toppings. All this and so much more. Live from Los Angeles, Woo! California. You listen to Power Moves, daddy. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. To some American dudes out making power moves Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan Rocking a coal one in each hand My buddy David and, and we're back! Welcome to Power Moves, moves episode 91. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Thank you to Rich O'Toole. If you haven't checked it out, his new album, New York, is everywhere. Peep that during the July 4th weekend. Um, joining me, of course, COVID-free! From beautiful Glendale, whoo, California, it's your neighbor, Gnarly Zach. What's up, man? Just hanging out over here, man. You just told me you got a uh, new burger smasher, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, I got my Lodge cast iron uh, bacon press, I think they call them. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be using that for bacon. I'm going to be smashing meats, dude. Yeah, you have uh, completely converted me to an all cast iron lifestyle. And that's oh, the best. It, yeah, one, I did eggs, just eggs and toast today for lunch. It's one of my I, I eat that on a regular basis. Like I love two fried eggs and some sourdough toast with butter on it. And that's like oh. that's perfect lunch to me. It, and having that cast iron pan, like now that I've got it seasoned, I was afraid the first time I dropped eggs in it. But yeah, that, you're not really you gotta, you gotta take it slow with the eggs. You gotta build it up first. It's built up and they do not they don't even touch the pan. There's not no residue left in there, and the edges get so crispy. It's like, it's like chicharron, but uh, egg whites. Like the edges, oh. and I just tear them off, and they're all you know fried in a little butter I put mm-hmm. in there. Just cha 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 I didn't know I could ever get to that level of uh, fried egg making because I I've had cast iron in the past, but I've never used, never cooked eggs in it. I was never brave. That's enough. intimidating. <laughs> it's yeah, but now now it's on, and uh, it's changed cool, the game. Man. I can't game. do shit with like tools or build anything, but I can cook pretty good. So mm-hmm. that's why like a cast iron is like having like a badass saw or something. It's just like a good tool, man. Yeah. I, I got my other one. I ordered another one like two weeks ago. I got that with my bacon press. Well, the one a, I threw in the chat with the deer on the back of it. Beautiful. It's a kitchen <laughs> so tool. That's all it yeah. is. It's a tool for the kitchen. You know, some people make furniture. I create delicious dishes, as do you, Gnarly. <laughs> My girlfriend was out of town last weekend, so on Friday, I told Vince this, I got drunk, and I slow-cooked street dogs. Yeah. So I, I just put bacon in first, and I put the temp at, like, two, and just let that shit ride. And then once I flipped it, I added the hot dog and the onion and the jalapeno. It took me about, like, an hour and 15 to cook all that, like, really low, but it was so good. It's wild how that's such a regional Los Angeles thing, the bacon wrap street dog. They're the best, man. They are the best, and... Until I moved here, that was you know, I'd heard of bacon wrapped hot dogs before, but mm-hmm. I didn't know where they came from and what the culture of them was. And when I first moved here, you'd go to the bar and you go out on the street, and there'd be a lady with a cart, and she's got uh, the hibachi ba- grill, hibachi grill with the bacon wrapped dogs, putting mayonnaise on it, and grilled hot peppers, and the onions, and mustard, and like you just ruin your shirt. Shirt just killed. But I, they're so good though. I loved it, and it because I had just moved here. I had certain preconceptions about Los Angeles being a little, uh, you know, sushi and avocado town. But I was like, okay. So when I leave the bar, there's a lady with a little table, a little hibachi, a little hibachi sitting there That's with a ba- cooked. 
the but, key is the the grease it has to you have to cook everything like on the same thing at the same time. Yeah. So there's just all just uh, so money. Bacon wrapped hot dog, and there is a bunch of other toppings, but there's mayo on it, and that's totally cool. And that that really got me. I was like, all right, all right. Los yeah, Angeles after, has some little pockets. After any like big concert or like busy area where bars or sporting events, especially Staples Center, that area, there's all they're always out there in force, man. Yeah, I've never so been. Good. I've never been one to be uh, concerned about like food safety at. Yeah, from carts or any of that. Oh, I, I get two off top always. No, nah, I feel. I don't, I don't care. I feel like um, a place like that is more likely to be sanitary and taken care of than a big restaurant with moving parts. That's just one mm-hmm. person, and they're not going to serve you bad stuff that makes you ill because then they're no one's going to go there anymore. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, ru- ruin, ruins the rep. Ruins their rep. And boy, if you ever visit Los Angeles and you are out late, make sure you get. A street dog. So good. Dude. Street meat, baby. Woo-hoo-hoo. Got some five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, again, if you want to share, go ahead. Fire one out there. We'll read it on the show. This is from uh, Michael Avila, the daddy Mikey. Oh, Big Mike? Yeah, Big Mike, the homie. He says, skin back while I hang and bang. Five stars. <laughs> Cheers, boys. It's a party every week. Also, Mr. Mike. Oh, yeah, I do miss Mikey, man. It's a real bummer, you know? We should have him on. We should have him on beers. We got to have him on Monday night beers. It's July 1st, dude. Let's, <laughs> let's bring him in. It's It's been like, what? Three, like three months. Ten, ten months? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I have no I idea know, what's dude. going on. I just realized today it's July 4th weekend. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> I didn't even think of it. It's just like none, none, none of this matters, gnarly. This is a great uh, review from Brooke D one two three. Thursdays are never boring. Five stars. I look forward to this podcast every week. If you're from the Midwest, this is probably your kind of humor. I love hearing the crazy stories, especially when they feature my hometown of Cleveland. I started listening because of Brooks and stayed for the Dope Daddy content. Gnarly Zach is a great co-host. If you want to hear some cool dudes talk about wild news. Uh, or just life check out this podcast and you'll definitely have some laughs really looking forward to the weekend you guys lady daddy brooke good to hear from the lady daddies oh yeah man yeah absolutely let's do some power foods oh and what a quinky dink nar our first story of is from the uh the place that gave us bone thugs in harmony uh the rock and roll capital of the world the land cleveland we just that's a natural segue that is not planned that worked dude (laughs) there is currently a petition to replace a statue of christopher columbus in cleveland's little italy with a statue of ettore uh boyardi otherwise known as chef boyardi legend he uh he started going by hector which is a dope name i decided today hector rocks hector's a a guy named hector he was shady in elementary school but he was always getting into shit that guy was cool hector hector can definitely be construed as a as a shady name because it's it's so hard i think hector it's like hector like rick hector hector's looking for you i'm I'm good on that (laughs) that rick guy is really really creepy gary hector (laughs) (laughs) the petition says Columbus is not someone we should celebrate. He was a racist monster who initiated the genocide against indigenous Americans. If Italian Americans in Cleveland want to celebrate one of their own, they need to look no further than the iconic Ettore Hector Boyardi, a.k.a. Chef Boyardi. 
And I agree with this, gnarly. I'm all on board. I don't give a fuck about Christopher Columbus, man. Yeah, Christopher Columbus can suck it. Dude. Yeah, he can suck it. You know who I, I like? I, I've I've been a longtime consumer of Chef Boyardee products. And I don't have Chef Boyardee in forever. I I don't have it very often. But once in a while when I'm in the grocery store and there'll be like an end cap and it's like six for five, six for five you know, it's like less than a dollar a can. I grab one of those raviolis, just the old school ravioli, hit them in the microwave. They're still pretty beefy. I remember them being beefy. They're pretty beefy. I mean, like, yeah, like for what they were, I don't know. They're, uh, they're pretty accurate. If anything, I would say that the sauce possibly has improved since I was a child, and I don't like hmm. that. I um, currently have a huge gripe with uh, pizza rolls, Totino's pizza rolls. There's like some... What they do? The sauce is like you remember it used to be like this orange kind of sauce that mixed with the cheese. Now yeah. now it's like more of a pasty marinara, like it's trying too hard. Damn. And the last bag that I bought was like a big ninety count bag. And oh, that's a, that's the only bag to buy. Right. Well, it wasn't <laughs> in this case because I I chucked like the last thirty of them. I was Damn, you made, made a decision. I was so upset. I was like, I don't. These aren't worth eating, man. Like I want. Well, what flavor were they? Were they just a straight up pepperoni, or were they like the mixed meat one? Straight roni. It's a straight yeah. roni. I've eaten them, a thousand, eaten them a thousand times, and they're they are trying too hard. This happened to an uh, Italian restaurant in Saginaw, Michigan. One of my favorite foods in the whole world are the, the steak sandwiches from there, and they tried to get uh, get cute and start using like a red marinara, good sauce, and it was not the same. And uh, eventually they had to bring back or find, I forget how they did it, but it's like this orange thinner, like, you know, just, it's yeah. not, it's not marinara sauce. It's not supposed to be perfect. Uh, like when you go to McDonald's, like I don't like their fancy burgers. I want their dollar menu stuff. That's the way McDonald's is supposed to be. Not like pile. Yeah, McDonald's is straight yellow wrapper shit. Right. Don't try shiny, hard. Shiny bun. Don't ruin perfection is the thing. It's in a box. So it's only a Big Mac or a quarter pounder. Right, yeah, the classic ones that aren't trying too hard, and that's that's definitely what you want. Boy RD, here's the thing, and this is what I found so interesting because I didn't know all of this, and I found it uh I, f I found it worthy of sharing. He started cooking in Italy at ten years old, leaves for New York in 1914, then goes to Cleveland three years later, works as a chef at Hotel Winton there. And everyone goes bonkers for spaghetti dinners in the Midwest in this area because no one's ever had it before. So people are going wild over spaghetti dinners, which is just sauce and noodles and Parmesan cheese. Then in 1924, him and his wife opened their first Italian restaurant, uh, Il Giardino d'Italia. And the idea for Chef Boyardee comes from when the restaurant customers would get so pumped about his spaghetti sauce that he started filling out milk bottles with it and selling it to him to go. Oh, here we go. So then... 1928, Boyardi opens a factory and moves production to Milton, Pennsylvania, grows his own tomatoes and mushrooms. So he's making all his own stuff on property and decides to change the name of his product to, uh, to or calls it Boyardi, Boyardi, the way that we read it now. The original, yeah, the original um, uh, spelling is B-O-I-A-R-D-I. And you know, now, as you know, it is B-O-Y-A-R-D-E-E -E, to help Americans pronounce his name correctly because oh, we're stupid because we're stupid. 
The first product <laughs> that he ever sold, and I remember these, I still think they might still make it, I'm not positive. It's ready to heat up spaghetti kit, 1928. It has uncooked pasta, tomato sauce, and a little packet of grated cheese. I remember eating that as a kid. It's yeah, like, they sold that? Yeah, I think that you can still get it in some fashion. It is essentially, um, you're buying, you know you buy mac and cheese in a box? Yeah. Well, this is just yeah, that instead, in instead of the cheese powder, it's just a little packet of uh, shreddy parm and um, and a little thing of tomato sauce. And you just it's the same exact thing. And that's essentially must be where mac and cheese comes from. Then the U.S. military commissions the company during World War Two for the production of army rations, which makes his factory after run 24 hours a day. 5,000 workers, 5,000 employed at this company from this guy. Who in, he cashed out, dude. Yeah. They were making 200, during the war, 250,000 cans of rations per day. Jesus. After the war ended, um, he had to choose between selling the company or laying off everyone that he hired because he couldn't sustain his business just making the Chef Boyardee stuff in the same way that he had to hire people. So he decides to sell the company to American Home Foods in 1946 for nearly $6 million so that all of these employees could still continue to work there. Because so he, he cashed out the game to keep his people happy. Yes, $6 million. In 1946, was, yeah, it was what, like today, million today is worth 85 million. <laughs> this guy who came over and cooking spaghetti in a bunch of in a bunch of kitchens and hit on something that blew everyone's mind, eventually cashed out for 85 million dollars. Still stayed on with the company as spokesman uh, until 1978. So is chef, that when he died, I, I I don't recall. I did not I did not <laughs> jot that down in my notes. But he works for Chef Boyardee until 1978. Wonderful Respect. story. It's it's such a great story of an immigrant, and it reminds me of the flaming hot Cheetos guy. I don't recall his name, but just that same rags to riches story mm -hmm. is is so inspiring. Let's do some power sports as we tape this gnarly. It's Bobby Bonilla Day. Possibly, possibly <laughs> the biggest power move in professional sports contracts. If you're not familiar, in 2000, New York Mets didn't want to pay Bobby Bonilla $5.9 million to buy out his contract. So they agree to pay him 1.2 mil for 25 years starting in 2011 at 8% interest. And he last played in 2001 but continues to get paid that 1.2 mil plus 8% interest until 2035 when he'll be 72 years old. That's so dope. It's I incredible. think that agent, the agent too, he's always at Dodger games. He's that cat right behind home plate all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll say that's the guy that did that deal. He's always eating ice cream. He's it, a good agent. <laughs> it, was, it was inspired by a Brett Saberhagen deal with the Royals. Oh, sick. And these are like, these are just the most, the smartest way to get paid. Take it later, plus the interest. Here's the thing, Gnarly. On top of this contract that he has, he has a second deferred contract plan with the Mets and the Orioles that pays him a half million dollars a year for 25 years. And those started in 2004. What's up? Dude? He has another one. I know, he's chilling. Someone was, <laughs> his agent was so smart. 
He'll never, run, he'll never run out of money. And that agent is getting a cut too from each of those payments, probably that, for sure. That agent is continually getting a 5% cut off of those. Yes. Oh, yeah. He planned that. He's like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to retire. You're right. going to retire too. We're right. Because he, it and just doing nothing. He's getting five. <laughs> the agent is getting five million, five percent of 1.2 mil and 500,000 for 35 and 40 and 25 years. The money just keep rolling in for retirement, man. You can't beat it. And that that's agent's sick. probably old. You know, he, he's got to be getting up there if Bobby Bonilla is, is X amount of years. And, uh, I hope he's a really young guy who was like 20 and everyone thought he was a maverick in the game. Right, right. But otherwise, but not. This, this guy's he's sitting home plate, Dodger the, Stadium. This guy's kids are just going to be taken care of for a long time, which is a beautiful thing. We got to remember wow. this, Gnarly. Next time either of us uh, takes some sort of job, you tell him not to pay you now. <laughs> I'm gonna, I already text my boss, dude. Text like, you get me 10 years from now. You'll see. <laughs> tell, tell your boss, Gnarly, that you want to uh, only receive half your paycheck now, but like 10 years from now, you want three times as much. <laughs> They're going to be like, yeah, we're going to do drug testing now. <laughs> and then those people just disappear. You know, you call, go to call him. He's dead. <laughs> Business is gone. It's just, what do I do now? You owe me all this money. <laughs> It is scary, but it's like, I mean, the New York Mets, Baltimore Orioles are not going anywhere for the most, yeah, most likely. And I'm sure if they were to go bankrupt and disappear that, you know, they're going to have to pay it out. The lawyers are coming. They still got a contract. <laughs> lawyers are coming for that dough. Let's get into some power news you can use. Naked gardening grosses out some nosy Pennsylvania mom. This is from uh, Daddy Sean Mick. The Harrisburg, Pennsylvania finance director has been suspended after a neighbor creeped a pic of him gardening in his backyard porch in the nude and called the police to complain. So this guy looks over his fence, takes a picture, then calls the cops? Oh, no, no, no. It's a mom, right? Okay, this guy, uh -huh. this, this guy's the Harris, Pennsylvania finance director. He has a little bitty porch in the back of his house. So I saw a photo. Pretty secluded. And he'll go out there just butt naked and like pick some weeds. Yeah, on, on his land? On his land. Not bothering anybody? Not pulling bo weeds naked? No. It doesn't sound like he's trying to be creepy about it. It's just, yeah, like, just connecting with the earth. Uh, Bruce Weber is suspended pending the outcome of a police investigation. So it's, this ain't good for him. Uh, the peeping Tom neighbor who will just call Sheila because she sounds like a person who causes problems gnarly. So I'm just, I'm taking this woman's name out of the equation. I don't need any mention. Uh, coming, coming. This is anyone who like is creeping photos of dudes uh, to try and put them on blast while they're on their own private property. Yeah, dude, what's wrong with you? He'll come after me. The peeping Tom neighbor, who will just call Sheila because she looks like a person who causes problems, posted a photo Friday on Facebook of her butt-naked neighbor with his ripe ass bent over in ball bag, hanging in the wind, pulling weeds oh, yeah. in his backyard garden. That's a free man. Huh? Yeah, getting a free show, huh, Sheila? <laughs> yeah, out there taking some pics for the spank bank. Yeah. Look Probably. at that. It's just, and then you got to put it on Facebook. You got to show, hey, check out this sweet guy's ass. Who posts this on Facebook? Yeah, you're supposed to do that on Twitter. There's no rules on Twitter. Well, so you don't want anyone to see this, but you put it on Facebook? She complained on her Facebook she's sick of it. 
and had to keep her sons away from the home's windows and backyard to avoid seeing uh, that sweet dumper and grown-ass <laughs> cock and balls. <laughs> Weber confirmed Sunday that it was him in the photograph, but Obbs did not want to make a comment. He, uh, he's going no comment on this. Probably, Gnarly, because he's creeped out. If some neighbor of mine is posting nude pics of me on Facebook, there's a problem. I'm gonna yeah, wanna that's not cool, man. I'm going to want to stay away. Sheila didn't post her neighbor's name, only his initials, and that he was a city official, but her porno post made people eventually figure out who it was. You know, everyone's got to know who that sweet, that sweet white butt cheeks, just buttholes peeking out when you bend over to get that weed. Mm-hmm. That sucks, man. This guy was just naked, minding his own business. <laughs> He's just popping out to take care of some gardening. This girl was like, I'm gonna, let's just ruin this guy real quick. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Sheila said it was the second time she'd seen Weber outside all butt naked and luscious and said she reported the, both instances to the police. But Mayor Eric Pompenfuse said the city only had record of one police call and it was placed Friday, the same day uh, she posted the photo. So what is this? So she's a liar, too? This just sounds like a bored-ass housewife. It does, Gnarly. It also sounds like... Why wouldn't like- you just, like, where's her man at? Be like, yo, this guy's naked. Can you go tell him, like, to stop? We have kids. At least approach it like that. You don't got to go straight to the cops. It sounds like she is hanging out watching for this. You know, that's the situation. Popping his Annie, getting all horned up. Because I've, I've lived in, um, you know, million places and very cramped cities you see a lot of sex action a lot of nudity sometimes good sometimes bad but that's just humanity man it's just it's just humanity (laughs) sometimes people are in the nude it wasn't like he was out there tugging away like no tomorrow trying to get the goop out he's just fucking gardening yeah doing doing yard maintenance (laughs) yeah and if you look at it in his backyard real quick just uh, Walk over to these weeds real quick and pick that up. That's bothering me. Peeing in your own backyard is the greatest. That's so dope. <laughs> I know. I miss, I miss having a yard. I miss it, dude. Just yeah. go, you just cruise back behind the garage or something. Like not all the time because you don't want to have like that 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 built up piss rake. But um, yeah, that yellow spot. Yeah, but just once in a while, you know, like you're out with the boys and it's just you hit the hit behind the garage. And a lot of my friends, as a kid, you know, we weren't allowed to come in the house like. Yeah, we could kick it and drink beers on the back porch, but I don't want no of you, none of you's kids coming in inside of the house, walking no around. You stupid idiots! People, a lot of mothers talked really harshly when I was a child. My mom yeah, did not. Not one homie's mom was mean. There's a lot but of moms, like, but like cool mean. Yeah, they were. They were. Um, they were cool mean. They were just you stupid. You, you, you fucking boop. Yeah, you gross <laughs> out. Get out of here. Take your shoes off, stupid. Don't pick your nuts. You're fucking gross. Your friend always, like my friend's name, always picks his nuts. You guys are disgusting, nut picker. I'm like, I didn't do anything. She put it on Facebook. Like, what if I, what if I had, let's say, gnarly, like a, uh, a nude babe who liked to sunbathe, uh, from the view of my balcony and I took pics of it and be like, this needs to stop. Make this stop now. I would be shut down so fast. Put this on my Twitter. Hey, check out this nude chick that lives by me. Everyone look at it, huh? You you get flamed. Here's her initials. Don't tell her name. I think I know who she is. We should all find out who she is. You gotta gotta, 
Look at those cans. <laughs> I'll tell you what should happen, Gnarly. Police should be coming to arrest Sheila. You're telling me a, a man can't get nude and let it hang low for some garden in his own backyard? Got some neighbor with a long angle lens creeping his cheeks. Show on Facebook, get her jollies off. Is that what you get you off, Sheila? You show your friends pictures of some guy's cheeks and his in his scrot sack hanging down on the cement while he picks up some fucking weeds. You're that, weird, Sheila. What's going on here? Also, it was only the second time. Maybe he just does this on laundry day. <laughs> Maybe. You know, like he has nothing clean and he's like, it's my backyard. I just got to get those weeds real quick. Otherwise, you know, they're going to take over my plants. I'm picturing just a straight. He's asleep naked, gets out of bed. Maybe throws on some coffee, looks outside. He's like, what's that out there? He goes out there, pees, hits that weed, comes I, back in. I go out on my balcony every morning in my undies. Just like, oh, yeah. it's my fucking balcony. It's undies. Deal with it. I, I'm not getting it out. I'm not going out there nude. I do the same thing to the squirrels. I taunt them. Just stand <laughs> out there in my underwear. You just go out there nude and helicopter your dick to the squirrels. <laughs> Here, suck it, squirrels. You guys, you guys can't do this. <laughs> He's currently suspended. I mean, who's the victim here? The guy who got his nude photo and his job taken away, put on Facebook, or uh, that or the long angle lens lady taking the creepy pics of that juicy cheek she can't get enough of. <laughs> Dauphin County District Attorney Fran Chardo confirmed the office was con- investigating for any possible crimes uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, they got a law against indecent exposure in like a public place or a place where other people are, 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 you know, hanging out. Weber's backyard appears, and this is in the news article, to be fairly private. They say this, they admit this, and secluded, is, but it can still be partially seen from Sheila's backyard and from an adjacent parking lot, but you can't even see it from the street. Like there's two streets that, like alleyways that go by, you can't see the backyard. So this guy just figures... He's probably fine. He's only yeah. done this twice. Was she like waiting for him or something? I th- that's what I'm thinking. She's, She's got to be, right? Maybe she was, uh, you know. There's no way she could probably see from her kitchen or something. Maybe she was, uh, you know, having a, even, dude. having a little uh, little jerk sesh, waiting for Stud Muff to come out with his cheeks so she could uh, get, get the cream going. Thing around. <laughs> Oh, yeah, got to have an eyeful, a tasty can. <laughs> Little eyeball taste nard, NBD, uh, for shields. Flicking a butthole, that's weird. Flicking a butthole? <laughs> nah, hell, man. Let's move on. Guy pops a cap at a pizza place over lack of toppings. Oh, man. Did he ask for, I need to know, did he ask for extra toppings? This is in Little Rock, <laughs> Arkansas. Michael Brown, 44, faces six terroristic threatening charges. Uh, shooting happened at Pi 5 Pizza Company on Bass Pro Parkway. So this must be in like a mall area where there's Bass Pro Shop and they've they've renamed the the street Bass Pro Parkway. It'd be cool if there was no Bass Pro Shop. There's like, we're big fans. Ain't, not, ain't, no, ain't no classier road than Bass Pro Parkway in Little Rock, Arkansas. So nice. According to a report from the Little Rock Police, uh, Pi uh, 5, it's hard to not say five guys. Pi 5s. Pi 5s. Pi 5s? Pi 5. It's called Pi 5 Pizza Company. The employee said she waited on Brown, and he got super steamed because she was not piling the toppings high enough on the pizza. Like, you can see him making the pizza there. <laughs> what you doing, man? Stack <laughs> yeah, yeah. them. 
I said, fucking stack them. He ain't stacking them. <laughs> the employee told police she told to, she tried to explain to Brown about portion sizes and they're yeah, measured. Yeah, they're measured out by management. <laughs> well, I guess management's not into bold flavors, gnarly. I guess they got all kinds of got limitations on the top. That was me in that situation, dude. I'm just like, well, just tell me when, man. I hate my job. <laughs> That's what I would do. It's like, what? You get, what's she going to put, like, an extra quarter's worth of uh, green peppers and onions on there? Just dump yeah, just it on. It be up, like, yeah, I just, that's that's when I look him dead in the eye and I take a fat fistful and I'm just, bam, and there's a <laughs> mountain of shit on your pizza. And I'm like, eh? And he probably, dude, probably be like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> just, nah, like, but pile it, though. I want it to look like a pile. All right, so pile it <laughs> on, man. I'm making, I'm making seven fifty an hour. You're, you come back. You want to come back here? Put some gloves on. You start. You make your own pie. I'll go get a Coke. You just fucking chill out, man. The employee said she got her manager on the phone. This guy is going ballistic enough for her to call her manager and be like, I'll manager will explain to you why i can only give you so many toppings uh, just give them more toppings yeah what are you doing take a fucking home depot five gallon bucket of sausage and dump that <laughs> bastard on there and get this man on his way is hook him up according to the employee she handed the phone to brown like here you talk oh, to her <laughs> brown then really blew his top and whipped the phone at the employee could have just sucks. you could have just fucking went heavy on pepperoncinis, man. But you gotta fucking do this. <laughs> this was oh, all unnecessary. This was all unnecessary. The employee told police Brown walked back to his van, oh. <laughs> which had the eight hundred number of a draining cleaning service on it that he apparently works for. If you recall last episode, another man. Oh, yeah. You know they, they seem to be chill guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, this guy's a this guy. To be fair, is much more chill. He's just bold flavor guys oh, yeah he wants, wants uh <laughs> satisfaction it appeared that a woman tried to talk sense into him and stop him from walking back into the restaurant you know what that looks like hey we'll just give you we'll bring you buckets of shit right now just don't go in please. <laughs> no no there's someone with him someone oh what yeah like his girlfriend or wife or whatever was like i'm hey, the one who wants the toppings piled on please don't go back in there please don't go back there uh, he rolled back up on the restaurant but the assistant manager had locked the doors, according to the police report. And that's when the bold flavor Brown tried to open them, got super ultra steamed that he couldn't get in and pulled out a piece. According to the police report, uh, uh, report Brown shot out the front door glass and drove away. Damn. He later turned himself in. He did the right thing. <laughs> Dude's serious about his pizza. Go somewhere else, man. <laughs> well, everyone says that there's this Blaze pizza that that they kind of prefer. That's in the same uh, Bass Pro <laughs> Bass Pro Park or whatever man, it is. That popping. <laughs> so, uh, of course, I had to go to the Yelp and present to you one star Yelp reviews of Pie Five Pizza in Little Rock, Arkansas. So Pie Five like a Chipotle style pizza place, something like, like a that. Build your own, like a something like that. Yeah, what's that? Right. It's that vibe. That Dude. line, that fucking. It's that line. line. It's that line, but it's just like that line of like, you know, Chipotle, and there's another pizza place. I've seen them in malls. There's one in Glendale, but yeah, like where you're just like, I want this, this, this. They throw it in the oven. It's done in like two minutes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I I can't confirm nor deny that this is the same similar establishment. This is from Joe S. Uh, one star 
horrid worst service lost a pizza how in the world do you do that idiots yeah, got I mine either. wrong and burned my kids pizza avoid this place avoid avoid <laughs> three avoids yeah this uh uh pi five has pissed off a lot of people apparently this is from jh came in with my family uh came with my family after eating at Pie 5 in Branson a couple weeks ago, which he liked. The location in Branson was awesome. The one in Little Rock by the outlets, on the other hand, is not. The place was dirty, and the only drink that wasn't empty was the root beer. The tea was old and tasted really gross, and they didn't have any ice. We told them several times. They came out, looked at the ice machine, and said, okay, the ice is coming out soon. But it wasn't. The crew needs to be retrained. So whoever's running that location, seems like they don't got their shit together. Seems like a real nightmare going on in there. Um, This is from Veronica T. And she almost writes this in a poem format. You just bear with me. One star. Manager had an attitude when our family came through the door. She didn't address us when we came in. Looked at us and rolled her eyes. Asked us what kind of crust we wanted and walked off started another order and told another employee to start our order after we got a pizza made she asked what i had i told her a farmer's market plus additional toppings she said you ain't got no farmer's market you gotta build your own okay uh very rude and i'm kind of overtaken she rang up the pizza and i gave her the money i put it on the countertop not in her hand because she didn't have her hand out She was still talking rudely to me in front of my children. So when I put my hand out for change, she throws it on the countertop and says, I'll just toss it to you like you tossed it to me, sweetheart. Drop drop that sweetheart on her. I explained to her that it appeared she had an attitude when we came in. I calmly explained, hey, ma'am, seems like you had an attitude when we came in, so... um, you might want to check that. She kept mumbling, mumbling under her breath. I was livid, but my teenage boys were watching, and I didn't want to cause a scene. I love this place, but I will never come again when the all-female crew is working. I'll drive to Blaze Pizza first. <laughs> That's a woman writing that. She, uh, she, she doesn't appreciate the all-female crew, apparently. It sounds, it sounds really... Here's the thing. Maybe gnarly. Maybe it's one of those like 50s diners where everyone looks like a waitress on Alice and they just treat everyone like garbage. Like maybe <laughs> maybe they should just let that be known. Just change the theme where it's just like, hey, sweetheart, what do you want on your pizza? Oh, all right. I'll get it back here when you when you uh, when I feel like it, sister. You know, just here's stupid. Here's your dumb drink and your dumb cherry coke. Crazy. Those are real. Like- dude. Is your my food really coming though? I, I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a hot dog place in Chicago, and there's used to be a couple uh, 50s diners, and then there's one that's very legit that's not a 50s diner or a thematic diner. That um, I remember, I went with my parents, and my dad got an omelet. Instead, he got a skillet, which was completely wrong. Like it was, in, it was he wanted like an omelet and pancakes, and he got like this green pepper skillet and like rye toast, and he's like, "Hey, um," he's like. I think I got the wrong order. And she looks at him. She goes, just eat it. You know what I mean? And then walked away. Yeah. Just shut my dad down. I never see my dad just get like shut down. Like, some like, you know, tough Chicago broad was like, he's like, I don't want any piece of this. 
this is going to go poorly. But uh, I looked it up. I think maybe that place, again, was like a rude on purpose place. But that really, you know, the rude on purpose place uh, concept falls, uh, has problems when someone just like walks up and like spits in your face or like takes your wallet and be like, hey, that's my wallet. Like, okay, loser. (laughs) Just drink your milkshake, stupid. You ever been at Dick's? I think it's called in Vegas. I think it's in the Excalibur. The waiters just like talk shit the whole time. That's that's I, it. There was one in I, Chicago. Yeah, and I just remember this old dude at the table across from us. I like I was in tears because his hat was just all wrinkled. It's like they make you hats or some shit. Yeah, like to put on your head, and this dude's hat was all wrinkled. And on the front of it, it just said his hat or my balls are more wrinkled than this hat. <laughs> I, I could have stopped laughing. I don't even think I ate. I was just laughing the whole time with that guy's hat. Cause he was like super old. <laughs> oh no, like, no! Why did they bring this? I was like, why is he here? <laughs> I don't want to think of someone's balls while I'm eating. Uh, like, unless you know, I live by that guy with the that likes to garden in the back. Maybe you know, I yeah, might, cool, I might be out in the back with a sandwich, just like um, <laughs> wa- watching that, uh, watching those veggies just dangle in the wind, like wind ch- flesh wind chimes. <laughs> Power moves is supported by you, the listener. And the giveaways continue on the Patreon page. Congratulations to Daddy K. Jax, the homie Kevin Jackson, the winner of the Deadstock Vintage Wide World of Sports Satin Jacket and Power Moves button. Next week is a big prize package. Um, comes with a pair of natural light socks, a, Jameis, a Jameson Scully, a Carl Welzine autographed copy of Two Live Crews Nasty As They Want to Be on cassette. <laughs> if you recall, Carl had some incidents uh, before in the past when he uh, 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 did karaoke to Me So Horny in the early, uh, early years of Dad Boner. You also get an autographed, uh, no, I'm sorry, you get a uh, pair of DIY Maui Jim sunglasses autographed by Carl Welzine. <laughs> These are custom Maui Jim sunglasses that I made. <laughs> See, now not only am I not only am I making Carl take credit for stuff that he didn't do, I'm also just ripping brands off and making my own bootleg <laughs> shit. <laughs> Maui's dope, dude, that buff-ass shark. Mhm. And um you're also going to get a copy of the Sports Illustrated 1986 Football Spectacular with Jim McMahon and Brian Bosworth on the cover. Of course, once again, signed by your boy, Carl Welzine. You could frame that. Tom Bosworth. That's going to be a nice frame. I, you know what? If, I, if, it's, if it's not too much or it fits in the box, I might, I might toss the frame in for free. Put that in your office. Put that in your living room. Your family will enjoy that for years to come. And... The, the two live crew nasty as they want to be cassette signed in silver Marco with by Carl Wilson. It looks beautiful. You put that out like your friends and neighbors will come over. You know, you got all your other knickknacks, but they're like, hey, what's this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you, you figure out you got a cassette player in the basement. You hook it up and it's time for come on, babe, and the fuck shop and all those jams. And you're on the best Fourth of July ever, except you won't receive this until like a week later. So next Fourth of July. Shout out and love to all the members of the K-Money Club and Peanut Champagne Room for making power moves happen, all for the cost of a pint at the bar. From small things, big things one day come. Let's do some power tube. Uh, two quick things. Uh, I rewatched Public Enemies, uh, Johnny Depp uh, gangster movie. Fantastic. And What's that on? Um, I don't recall which platform I watched it on. 
It should be accessible to you, though. You've never seen it? it? Is that the one with Ryan Gosling, too? Um, no. No, no, no. What no. Am I saying? I'm thinking about the other one. Never mind. No, this is uh, Public Enemies is, is dope. You'll, you'll dig it, gnarly. It's, it's what great. What year was this? I'm going to say, if I just had to pick a number out of like my 90s? head. I'd say like 2005 or something. All right. That seems right. Could be 2002. I've what watched is it called again? Public Enemies. Public Enemies. And it's all about real gangsters. Oh, nice. You know, it's not like phony baloney shit. It's a hardcore, like, taken seriously movie. If, you, the- if you've never seen it, please, you must. Also, last night, I watched uh, Ford versus Ferrari, if you need something, like, positive to watch. How was that? Was it, that sick? It's good, man. It's just a good old-fashioned, like, good movie. And last night, that's what I needed. You know, it's... It feels good. The action's great. The racing is incredible. The cars are incredible. Matt Damon does a great job. Christian Bale does a great job. You know, those are top class professionals. And yeah, Christian Bale's in uh, Public Enemies. Yes, he is. That's I just looked it up right now. Wow, I forgot about that. I went back to back Bale, double Bale. <laughs> but Ford versus Ferrari, man. It's on HBO. It's easy to watch, and it's. Just it's just a good old fashioned kickback and and enjoy. And I didn't even I didn't sit there and have any cocktails with it. Gnarly. I didn't even. It wasn't like a dumb movie. I needed to uh, inebriate myself. It was just. Oh, nice. It was it was five milligrams of a uh, weed chocolate and uh, fizzy Perfect. water and boom, just like just a little something. To, I wanted to pay attention to the film. I didn't want to like Hell forget yeah. it. I just wanted to be like chill, and it was a good time. What did, what did you watch this week? Uh, this week I watched Die Hard. I ran, uh, what else did I watch? Oh, uh, Eastern Promises. I rented that. That was a dope-ass movie. I have it on Diego my list. Morrison. It's like Russian mafia stuff. It's fucking good, dude. I've got it on my uh, list. Probably one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Really? It's, uh, yeah, it's like, it's fucking pretty intense. I was like sweating during it. I was like, what the fuck? Hmm. Is that Viggo Morrison? He's like a badass. And oh. then I watched, uh, I think Get Carter, the one with Stallone. I didn't finish it. That's junk. Mickey works in it too. Get Carter's oh, a junk movie. <laughs> Let's do some power grooves. My song of the week is Thug Love, featuring Tupac off of Bone Thugs and Harmonies, 1997 album, The Art of War. This song is harder than concrete. Gnarly, this song is harder than a bad corn nut on your teeth. Pump <laughs> that shit up when you are rolling out of work. On Friday, like a gangster, like you're going to do damage. You, it, it's it's dark and hard, but man, it feels good. It is it just bangs? I I can't can't recommend you enjoying that enough if you enjoy hip hop like I do. Not only what you're listening to, uh, awful by the band Hole on the album Celebrity Skin, man. Dude, I love Hole. Hole rocks, dude. I don't care I that l- she killed her husband. But Hole got back. <laughs> he was on his way allegedly. To- he was on his way to ele- to kill himself anyway. You seen Soaked in Bleach, dude? Yes. Oh, that yeah. shit. I got that really stoned. I was like, uh huh. There's, there's it's 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 concerning, but that oh. that album. Uh, the rumor has always been that that yeah, Kurt- he wrote the first one. This one's Corgan's, isn't it? Um, it's possible. Or did Corgan do the other one? Uh, I know she did it on both, and the thing was like both of them wrote those like one of her records for her. Right. I mean, I don't I don't know what the actual factual shit is but celebrity skin is i would say would make more sense to be a uh corgan written album because it's a little cleaner 
catchy as shit, man. It is Me and so Carlos good. were bumping that when we were tripping on uh, Acid and Joshua Trees. That was one of the only albums I had downloaded on my phone. So we were just bumping that hard. Great album. And Malibu also, is also a great track on there. Yeah. Those are the two bangers. Like, I got to add those to the old to the old list. Oh, that's going to look good on the on the Power Moves, Power Grooves from Power Moves uh, playlist. That, that you whole can, album's good, dude. That whole album's really good. You can enjoy all of the songs that we've promoted throughout the duration of this show under power grooves from power moves on Spotify. You can also check that out on Apple music and what's the other one? Amazon. Amazon has one now. So oh, damn. yeah, it's fantastic. Gnarly. Thank you for joining. That was a tremendous show. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. That, happy 4th of July, dude. Happy, or whatever. Yeah. Happy, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's still 4th of July. You know, I, I told you, I'm just going to, I'm just going to kick it. Uh, Melissa, yeah, I got a three-day weekend. I'm off Friday. Melissa has a thing, and uh, starting uh, tomorrow, which is Thursday, when you are listening to this, I am uh, going on a one-man adventure to my couch <laughs> <laughs> until Sunday with the cold ones as far as the eye can see and all the hot dogs I can stuff in my tummy. Beautiful Fuck thing. Yeah. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves. Sipping some natty lights, late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just to a Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.